Welcome to the Crystal Sparks Podcast. We are so glad you are here. Our one goal of this podcast is to grow your faith and help equip you to accomplish your dreams and your goals. Now here's Crystal Sparks. talking about the three most important relationships that you can have. And I think you're probably going to be surprised by these. So today we're going to be in 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 10 and 11. And it says this, for let him who wants to enjoy and see good days, good whether apparent or not, keep his tongue free from evil and his lips from guile. Let him turn away from wickedness and shun it and let him do right. Let him search for peace, harmony, undisturbedness from fears, agitating passions and moral conflicts, and seek it eagerly. Do not merely desire peaceful relations with God, with your fellow men, and with yourself, but pursue and go after them. You know, I love this because last week I talked about walking in peace, and this scripture here is absolutely incredible because it's letting us know a few things and a few ways that we're going to walk in that peace. But I love here that it's talking about two times about what we're saying and one thing about what we're doing. In other words, what we're saying is more important than what we're doing. But on the end of this, it tells us here in Peter, the three relationships that are the most important for us to begin to live the lives that God has called us to live. And we're going to put these out. Number one is the relationship you have with yourself. You know, I, I would say that this is probably one of the most important things that we can begin to get settled in our heart is having peace with ourselves. I remember for so much time, um, I would spend all my life uh, thinking about all the things I wasn't good at um, thinking about all the things I wasn't talented at. In fact, I would talk more bad about myself than anybody else would. I would constantly put myself down, tell everybody the things that I wasn't uh, talented at or good at. In fact, recently I was having Thanksgiving giving dinner with Brian's aunt gay and she continuously talks bad about herself. And I told her the other day, I said, Aunt Gay, how would you respond if somebody walked in the house and started talking about how ugly, how fat you are, how you're not a good cook, how you never dress good, how your hair looks a mess? I said, what would you say to that person? She said, well, I'd punch them right in the face. She said, I wouldn't put up with somebody talking to me like that. And I said, the sad part is that's how you've been talking about yourself this whole time. See, so much of what we see in our lives is the way we see ourselves. And when we see ourselves, as not good, not talented, not gifted, not qualified, too, uh, we're too overweight, we're too this. The sad part is then what happens is we begin to disqualify ourselves from everything that God has. You need to get to a place where you're settled and you're good with who you are. I love what 1 Corinthians 1.27 says. It says, For God selected, deliberately chose what in the world is foolish, but put the wise to shame, and what the world calls weak to put the strong to shame. I love that so much because I, I love the part where it says that he deliberately chose. In other words, he didn't get us on accident. Uh, we weren't just pushed off on him so that he had no choice but to carry on uh, with us. Like, oh my goodness, well, I guess Crystal Sparks is the only person I have. No, it says that he deliberately chose. I love the scripture in the Bible. It says, take heed, daughter, don't miss a word. The king is wild about you. And I want to declare that over you, that if you want to begin to walk in the fullness that God has for you, the first relationship 
relationship that you have to get good at is the relationship with yourself. You know, I recently wrote a book about this. It's called Happily Even After, and I'd love for you to check it out. It's a book all about living life on the other side of insecurity. The link will be down below in the description box. Um, I'd love for you to take a moment and get it on Amazon. But let's talk about the second thing that's important, and that is our relationship with others. You know, we're going to begin to walk in the fullness of everything that God has. We can't be people that walk around bitter, frustrated, um, full of unforgiveness, full of guile towards other people. But we have to be people that walk in God's love. I'll just tell you this, that no measure of hurt that has been done to you, and I'm not making small of what people have done in your life, but can I just tell you that it's not worth your destiny? Every person that you read about in the Bible had an opportunity to allow bitterness creep in and to disqualify them from their full purpose and their full destiny. When you think about Moses, he was betrayed by Miriam, his own sister. You think about David, his own brothers rejected him, his father father didn't even believe that he was worthy to be a king. You think about Joseph, his brothers sold him into slavery. You think about all the different people in the Bible. They had opportunities to let bitterness get in their hearts. Even Jesus, we see him in the final moments of his life, washing the feet of Judas, the very one he knew was about to betray him, about to sell him to off to the Pharisees where he would soon be hung on a cross. And yet he loved him anyways. See, friend, if you're going to begin to walk in the fullness of what God has, you've got to quit letting the hurts and the pains of your past control what God's going to do in your future. You've got to quit focusing so much on what's happening behind you that you can't see the great things in front of you. You know, so many times when I meet with people being a pastor, they'll tell me things that people did to them 20, 30 years ago. And the sad thing is, is they never sit across my desk telling me all the good things that have happened to me them the last 20 or 30 years. Why? Because what you focus on is where you're going and where you're going is either going to be a repeat of your past or you're going to be headed towards the future that God has for you. No hurt or pain that has been done to you is worth carrying over. See, Peter's letting us know here that if we're going to live the full lives, the peaceful lives that God's called us to live, we have to be okay with ourselves and we have to be okay with others. The third thing is, is he says, that we have to have peace with God. We have to be okay with our relationship with God. You know, so many years of my life, I thought that God was this angry God waiting to uh, come and and get me for all the wrong things I was doing. I kind of had a picture of him like Santa Claus, that he was making a list of what I've done, naughty and nice, that he was constantly um, looking at my life with disapproval. And it wasn't until spending time in God's word, spending time listening to good teaching that I realized that God loves me without restraint, that he has done everything in his power to help me become all that I was called to be. That he isn't watching over his shoulder looking to see what I do wrong. In fact, it's quite the opposite. He's sitting on the edge of his seat with excited anticipation of what I'm going to do right. You know, so many times I, I know if you're like me, there's moments in my life where I'm reminded of all my failures. I'm reminded of all my shortcomings. The enemy comes in, the Bible calls 
calls him the accuser of the brethren. And he comes in and starts to remind me of how I haven't been a good Christian, that I'm not a really great pastor. And you know what I do in those moments now? Instead of getting down on myself and thinking about how the enemy's right, that I have failed and I'm not good enough, I just begin to go, you know, thanks for reminding me of how much I need God. Thanks for reminding me that I am nothing without him. Thanks for reminding me that his grace is what makes me worthy and it's not me of my own self. See, here's the thing is that whatever I can do, I can only do because I'm in Christ. And whatever I can't do is the areas of my life that I trust him fully to take care of. See, the truth is, is that my relationship with God is going to change the way I see others. It's going to change the way I see myself. And that's why my friends, you being here, good words into your spirit and into your soul, you spending time in God's word in the morning, going to your local church and being under great uh, teaching from your local pastor. Those things begin to change the way you see God. And when we change the way we see God, it's going to change the way we see ourselves and it's going to change the way we see others. And that is the three most important relationships you could ever have. Thank you so much for listening to today's content. If you would like to further connect with Crystal, text the keyword CRYSTAL to 33733 and follow the prompts. We are so thankful you are a part of our community. Let's do something awesome for God this week.